Welcome to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. Call now, 994-1017. That's 994-1017 to get into all the action. Now, here is your host, David Swope. Good morning. It's Saturday morning. That means it's time for the New Mexico Motorsports Report. I'm your host, David Swope, and we'll be talking about automotive and related motorsports activities around the state and on the national scene. Whether it has two wheels or four, asphalt or dirt track racing, off-road or park and shine, we'll be talking about it. This is New Mexico's only show devoted to Motorsports-related activities with a full hour here on ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team. And uh, warning, guys, tomorrow is Mother's Day. If you haven't got it done, you better get it done today. Because um, who knows what's going to be open on Sunday morning, and you don't want to show up with a bunch of wilted flowers or melted chocolates. So uh, uh, make sure you go out there and get that done. But uh, good morning, guys. Uh, y'all y'all looking pretty chipper. Uh, you... Uh, Enjoying the sun coming up a little bit early, RJ? Ooh, I mean, I thought I was running late, man, to tell you the <laughs> truth. No, the sun was out. I mean, balloons were out in the air. I mean, awesome weather. And it's, like I said, May is the time. This is the first weekend of May. And, man, to see everything going on here in New Mexico, you could tell it's it's starting to be the, the dog days of, you know, the winter and the weird spring that we have. Summer's right around the corner. That is absolutely true. How, how about you, Dan? Are you... You adjust into those uh, crisp May mornings here in New Mexico? Oh, I'm loving it. I'm taking the dog out for morning walks every morning. I'm getting up earlier, getting more more rest even. I'm loving this weather. That's fantastic. Well, guys, as you mentioned, RJ, uh, it is May. And I'm seeing, what, like 22 car shows this weekend? I'm not sure 22, okay, but right. pretty dang close. <laughs> I, I think we're going to have to get started there, man, because uh, we may have a whole segment just on cars. And I, are you kidding me? Is this really a demolition derby? Well, there's there's a car show first, so I, I'm allowed to put it on. But any car event we try to cover. But, yeah, so pretty much what's going on, they have it down. It's at the Ute, pretty much. Yeah, where Ute Downs Car Show. Yeah, Dude. Yes. So the car show is going to be from 10 to 2, while the demolition derby they have planned out. So it's pretty much a full day event. The car show is going to be nice, relaxed. People come out and have a good time, see some amazing cars. And then the cars that... Let's just say the not winners, the not beats that you can't show in a car show, they're going to demolish those bad boys. So we're going to a demolition derby right after, man. Yeah. And that just seems, I mean, that's that's literally the highs and lows, the good and bad of cars, and that's just something you should go out and watch. Uh, so coming up a little later is so a rejoin from Henry Winkler. And, of course, that always I always think about, you know, the demolition derbies on happy days. Uh, but let's let's talk about what's going on over at the Owl Cafe. Yeah, Owl Cafe. So they always have some amazing events, and pretty much they've been doing so. The first Saturday of the month is pretty much from April to December. So I mean, this one's going on where they're out there now. So we probably have a few listeners out there. It's on 800 Eubank. It's from 7:30 a.m. to 10 a.m. Where it's free coffee and donuts to all car enthusiasts, and all cars are welcome. So you you know, especially in Northeast Heights, there's a bunch of variety. When it comes to the cars scene out there, so you're going to go out, you're going to see so many different cars, and you're going to have a good time out at the Owl Cafe. Awesome. And uh, Sparky's Memorial Cruise, yes. tell us about that. Yeah, so pretty much where they do, you know, the cruise your stuff, 
is what they kind of do. Where <laughs> they uh, this is the second annual event where uh, one of the main one of the main members is Sparky, so they know him as. Awesome. But from five p.m. pretty much, they're going to meet out. It's now. The sun's going to be out for a good, long, beautiful time. It's yep. going to be at the Bereas neighborhood, where pretty much they're going to meet on the 4th Street from Bridge, and they're going to go towards downtown. So a nice, slow, easy cruise. They're going to celebrate some good people. It is a memorial, but, hey, you're going to go out, see amazing cars, have an amazing time still. It's the second annual. So whenever it's a rerun of a great event, we're going to see more to come, hopefully. So shout-out to them for doing another great cruise. Yeah, I wonder if uh, Red Ball Cafe is still on 4th Street. Because uh, you could, I mean, you cruise right by there um, at a part of this cruise. But I'm glad to see uh, that Corrales has brought back the antique tractor and car show. Yes, yes, they they took a little time off, which I mean, we don't blame we don't blame people who had to do it, unfortunately. But they're bringing up the antique tractor and car show. It's at the Corrales Recreation Center, which is uh, the front field on 500 Jones Street, uh, Jones Road. Corrales, where it's going to be food and music. It's going to be free public parking and entry. But pretty much, I mean, people now, cars can't enter this event. So this is kind of Oh, thing. no, like, absolutely. Now, this is a tractor. I mean, they're going to have some uh, beauties out there that you're yep. not expecting to see from the tractor club. They always want to pull out some amazing events. But what they do as a registry, it's pretty much, it's either, you know, a $5 entry per car, which isn't bad at all, or there is a they have a site where you could donate blood. So it it is the thing like hey if you want to come out it's we're, we support a lot of different causes and just hey if you want to come support that we're gonna have a great show come out have a fun time and see some tractor pulling all the good stuff that's fantastic now they should have the blood drive at the demolition derby <laughs> a, diff- a different cause for yeah them. <laughs> yeah that would that would have been that would have been good but people I'm, aren't in those cars Dave they just drive over them I swear well that's I guess that's true um, <laughs> but uh, so. I'm surprised that there's only one Cinco de Mayo show on here, and that's the unique image. I, I bet there's I bet there's a bunch of small or, or different ones that are going on, or people that have the theme of it. But this one is a seventh annual, so this one's been going on for a great while in Farmington, New Mexico. Is this one? So the Cinco de Mayo car show it is by Unique Image, and pretty much it's the Barber League. It's a grand opening that they have out there. Right. So it's going to be the 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. a great long show at 3150 East Main Street out in Farmington, and they're going to have I mean. They do, especially in Farmington, there's going to be some car shows, but there's also going to be a concert. There's also going to be a barber battle that they're going to have. What? They're, oh, yeah. People want to get the exact, I mean, I bet the decals and lineups. <laughs> and it's not going to be, they're not only going to show cars, they're going to show some lineups and some great stuff out there. So That's you go down it. to Farmington, you're going to have a great time. Of course, we all know that uh, it, it's been two years since we did the Cinco de Mayo um, car show. Robert Shea and I uh, had a lot of fun. The last one we did was actually virtual, um, and since then, uh, the barley room's closed. But uh, it was the only time that we drank with a live mic, uh, and we were on Facebook Live. And so that was that was fun, because we were sponsored by Tecate. We sponsored it ourselves with a (laughs) 12-pack. All right, so uh, the BBCC... Forty sixth annual. What? Well, tell me about that one, man. So this one. So this one's going to be one of the older events they have. I mean, forty sixth annual. It's going to be at the courthouse parking lot. This is going to be in Roswell, awesome, New Mexico. So it's going to be open all years. Make some models. It's going to be from nine a.m. to three p.m. So a great long event where they have a ton of different features and everyone that's coming out there. But pretty much, it's awards by the decades too. So guess what? No matter what time your car is in, you have a chance to win. And they kind of spread it out where, hey, I'm, 
I know there's different categories, but let's do it by the decade. Let's see some different rides out there. Let's see, you know, you can see anything from the 30s, I bet, on anywhere to the current stuff. So go out there and support a great time. 46th annual, they must be doing something right. Absolutely. So let's uh, let's preview a couple coming up. The uh, drag strip swap meet uh, next weekend set up is Saturday, uh, 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. It's open to the public. Um, there's overnight camping on Saturday only. Um, and then the New Mexico Council of Car Clubs, their big museum show um, is back on the 15th. Tell us about that one. So this one, I mean, this is actually the 36th annual Dang. event. So this is going to be a great Sunday show from 10 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. where gates are going to open and you enter at the Old Town Road. And pretty much the every year they try to do something special, but there's going to be antiques, classics, some stocks and modifieds, trucks, motorcycles. But the main kind of the theme of this year is going to be the convertible. So go out cool. there. The top's going to be down, hopefully – Wind is not an issue. It's some beautiful weather. Yeah. But enjoy your vehicles from the past. It's going to be some great show and view, great show. And it's not a trophy show. There's going to be some plaques and there's going to be, you know, some decals and everything that you have out. But guess what? It's a non-trophy event. View and model toy cars are going to be there. There's going to be an art exhibit from the museum. And that's going to be on 2000 Mountain Road Northwest. So go out, see a ton of different things where it's going to be the convertible season for the New Mexico Car Council Car Show. That's fantastic. And, of course, that's at Tigua Park. Uh, so definitely mark your calendars for that. And go ahead and pencil this one in, too. Sunday, May 22nd, um, there is a Hot Rods for Hunger event that's going to be going on up at Eastdale and um, at Eastdale Shopping Center, which is uh, Eubank and uh, Candelaria. Uh, and you'll be able to check that out. But it's a cool event. It's a combo event, actually. Um, it's a car show, and it's a uh, poker run. So there's going to be five stops on the poker run. You could do one or the other, or you could do both. But either way, um, it's benefiting the storehouse, uh, uh, the Storehouse New Mexico, which is uh, a food pantry uh, that needs your help and support. So we're going to have a lot more coming up about that. But go ahead and pencil that in for Sunday the 22nd. And, of course, as a reminder, as we go to break, uh, if you're going to run out there right now and get something for uh, your mom, make sure you tune us in on 101.7 ESPN Radio, 101.7 FM. Or if you want to check us out on Facebook Live, we're over over at Global Motorsports Report, at Global Motorsports Report. All right, we've got a whole lot more coming up on the other side. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Hey, Albuquerque. This is John Hunter Nemechek, driver of the number four Toyota Tundra for Kyle Busch Motorsports. You are listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. ESPN Radio, 1017, the team. With David Swope, the fastest radio host in the West. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. And as we were talking about, I mean, May definitely, uh, the sun stays up later in the evening, and so actually Albuquerque Dragway starting night racing uh, this weekend. 
last night, uh, they had a uh, Street to Strip event, uh, yearwood performance. Of course, we all know that's where you get your uh, go-fast parts. Since 1968, been uh, getting it done. Get your safety equipment and, of course, your Torco Racing Fuel. They got four to 14 different grades there in Camellia five-gallon cans. So swing by and pick it up. 341 Eubank, or you can check them out online at yearwoodperformance.com. Of course, uh, Car Clash uh, is going on today. The Mopar Club, VW Club, Duke City Mustang, Subaru Club, um, and more are going to be there uh, finding out which is the fastest club. And talking about fast, I mean, the four wide nationals last weekend at Charlotte, 16-time season champ, 72-year-old John Force beat Robert Height. First round track record, 335.07. Second round, shortest ET, fastest ET, at 3.850 at 334.24. And uh, ends up beating Height in the final round, uh, 3.914 at 328.66. And uh, John Force was asked about how in the world, at 72, is he still getting it done with such quick reaction times? Well, you know, basically, and I don't want to kid nobody, I know everyone's telling me my lights are getting better as I get older, but the truth is, I went back to basics where I was years ago. When I roll deep on that light, I instantly get a ton better, and it loses lane choice, makes my crew chiefs mad, but that's what I need against a Hagen or somebody that's, you know, really good on the lights like a Robert Height. I've got to go after that tree, or I'm not even in their league. For example, right here on the pedal, one of the things that I did was we had put a bunch of four shock absorbers to make it harder to push. So I would build my calf muscles and my knee muscles and my toe, everything to make it better. But after a period of time, I wasn't getting anywhere with it, so I took it all off. How often do you use this? I live it. Ten times I hit it, and I probably do that three times between rounds. Every day, every qualifying run, every so. Because what you're really doing is you're wanting to make yourself react to the light. And there's different ways of doing that. That is phenomenal and love to get that kind of insight. And talk about insight when we're talking about drag racing, of course, uh, getting Susan Wade on. How you doing, Susan? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me this morning. Absolutely. So I, I had to reach out to you because, I mean, what, what more can we say about John Force? I mean, the, the guy is a force, sorry to say, uh, but um, in drag racing and, and to see how he attacks, you know, even uh, reaction time. I mean, put us in some context. I mean, will we ever see anybody like this? And, I mean, it's just phenomenal. No, I, I don't think you've ever, I don't think anyone's ever seen anyone like John Force, and we might never see anything like him again, not just with what's on the track, but his personality. Yeah. It just all goes together. And John Force, is, isn't that a great name? That is just, you yep. couldn't make up that name. That is, that is a Hollywood name. Well, especially when, in order to get that uh, the quickest pass, um, he's got to beat another force uh, in order to get that done. I mean, it's just, there's forces everywhere. I know. Yeah, Brittany's doing a really great job. I think her crew chief is, I, I think it's, for Brittany, it's like with John, he, he, he found Austin Coyle. And that, I mean... He's just such a leader. He, a good leader, knows when they, when they themselves don't know everything, you know. So, and he went out and surrounded himself with the right people, and that, that put him on the path to, I guess, believing that he could do all these things. And now he knows he can. He has proof. 
you know. But I love that. I love that little clip that you played because look how I mean, seventy. I was seventy two then. He's seventy three now. He just turned had a birthday this past week. And, wow. Um, seventy three years old. Still, his, his brother Louis said, oh, he's still a high amp individual." <laughs> I like that phrase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why he's not sponsored by Monster Energy? I I, I don't know. I mean, maybe because he doesn't need it. Um, but you, it's absolutely uh, phenomenal what he's been doing. And I got, I mean, now I got to ask, I mean, is it, is it May 4th? It's his birthday because then the force is with him, right? The whole yeah, Star yeah, Wars exactly. It's, see, he would probably say that's destiny. Cause, <laughs> cause, you know, well, it's, no, it's really funny because when I met him, probably it was more than 25 years ago. And, and first time I actually sat down, you know, and spoke with him, he, he said, you know, he used to be a truck driver and he said, if I was still a truck driver, I would be head of the Teamsters today. That is who he thinks. I mean, that's how he thinks of himself. He, he feels that he's a leader, no matter what he came from, no matter what he had to overcome. He, he doesn't see those as obstacles. They're just, he just plows right through all that stuff. And his brother, his brother asked him, well, did you ever think that you'd get this far? And he said, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it just never occurred to him that he wouldn't, you know. So that's, that right there is something you're not going to see in a whole lot of people in any walk of life, you know. Yeah. So our, our crack staff pulled it up, and, and May 4th is his birthday. So the force yeah. is with him. So I, I was just speculating yeah. and trying to be funny, but, uh, but it's oh. the truth. No, that is his birthday. Yeah. yeah, it's really funny. It's really. Wonder what he thought before Star Wars. I wonder if he thought <laughs> May Fourth was was anything big. You know, so yeah, you know, I don't know. Well, there's significance to him. It's his birthday, I guess. So, right. That's fantastic. So let's talk. A little, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the season so far. Um, it, it seems like it, it, everybody's kind of getting back in the groove. I mean, the the COVID thing seems to. I mean, it's still kind of track specific as to what the protocols are, uh, but it seems to be uh, getting back to a little bit of normal. I, you know, I think so. I, I don't. I even last year it was not too bad. I mean, we we were at Pomona, and it, I guess because in, even in California it was um, considered an outdoor event. So they weren't as strict. I don't remember. I don't remember wearing a mask anytime in twenty twenty one at a racetrack. Maybe we did, but I just I don't remember it. Even in California, how about that? So that's pretty crazy. That, that is that is. Uh, so wh- 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 where can people follow you? Where can people uh, uh, catch up with your writing? Um, thank you for asking that. It's um, at, at Auto Week. At National Speed, well, I guess it's just called Speed Sport News now, and CompetitionPlus.com, and occasionally on DragZine.com. Oh, that's fantastic, because, I mean, there's been a lot of shuffling around um, with the media, and I think that, I mean, COVID really kind of, I, I think about half half the media pe- the coverage is gone. Uh, you go to the media centers, there's just not quite as many people, and, and of course, uh, you know, we have somebody up in Salt Lake uh, uh, covering uh, motocross, and their protocols uh, were completely different than just last week uh, when they were over in Dallas. Um, and so you really got to kind of you know keep an eye on that. But uh, really appreciate really? you. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you, before you head out next, you better check the, what their protocols are. You don't want to show up and it's like you know stand in a big line at sixty five bucks to 
uh, pay for a COVID test right there. But uh, uh, but thank you so much for coming on this morning. We really appreciate catching up with you, and I can't wait to see what's up next for John Force. I know, I know. Will, will this be the start of a big string of his victories? I mean, will this be the one victory he gets this year? We'll see. It, you know, who knows? I think, I think once he gets on a roll, he, he, it's hard to stop sometimes. So, absolutely, I, I wouldn't bet against him. That's for sure. Yeah, no, that's he's a he's it's wild. It's going to be a great year. It's, the top fuel is absolutely the most. Difficult has probably ever been. And Sunday car, you know, yep. Matt Hagen's on a bit of a roll, but we'll, we'll see. Absolutely. We'll see. Tony Stewart racing keeps going, so, so it's, it's all good. It's all good in the, in the world of NHRA, I think, right now. That's, that's fantastic. And that was, uh, Susan Wade, Susan Wade, uh, she's with Auto Week. You can, uh, check her out. I always appreciate catching up with her. As a matter of fact, we got a whole lot more coming up, and I, I talked a little bit about uh, we had someone out in Salt Lake. That's Scott Welch, and he caught up with uh, New Mexico's own Jason Anderson, who has been on one heck of a hot streak, uh, you know, lately in, uh, in in motocross. We're going to catch up with him on the other side, and we're going to have some audio from Jason Anderson himself. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 101.7, the team. Hi, this is Henry Winkler, and you're listening to the New Mexico Motorsport Report with David Swope, ESPN Radio, 1017, The Team. Hi, this is Al Unser, four-time winner of the Indy 500. You've been listening to David Swope of the New Mexico Motorsport Report on ESPN Radio, 1017, The Team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. And I was just listening to that uh, rejoin, uh, Al Sr. Um, it's It's a... It's it's hard to believe uh, we lost him. We lost Bobby uh, last year too. And of course, when you're in the month of May, you're thinking about you know the Indy 500. So a uh, big time loss. Uh, but another great out of New Mexico uh, is Jason Anderson, and done a fantastic job on motocross. Uh, first off, we're going to play the audio that Scott caught with a uh, media day interview with Jason yesterday. So I'm here at the last race of the season, Salt Lake City. I'm here with our New Mexico's beloved Jason Anderson. Riding the green bike this year, which I I relate to green chili, but, uh, you know, Jason, I've been watching you ride, like we were just talking about R.J. Payne and and Kenneth and Chris, when you were younger and them giving you tips, riding in Moriarty and stuff, and R.J. Payne was the one that got me to start shooting pictures of you back in about 13 on the 250, and I started watching you ride and paying attention, and I'm, I'm an old guy and an old motocrosser. And I just knew in my heart, man, that you were going to be a champ. I just knew it. I even said it on Facebook and got to go back and brag after you won your first Supercross championship. And here we are now this year, and I've gotten to see you ride Supercross in in Dallas. What I want to ask you is that time period. I mean, you got these kids out here that dream about being what you've become. You dreamed it one day. Yeah. 
now right now it's got to be your prime what's it like can you put that into words and give me a little snippet on that yeah i mean it's it's pretty cool to uh you know be in the position i'm in obviously like growing up all, all i dreamed of and i just rode dirt bikes you know from a young age and, right. and just uh yeah i mean to be at this level and luckily for me i feel like i've been at this level for a, for a decent amount of time you know to um and I'm still enjoying it, you know, still being able to make progress, be able to uh, learn and build and everything like that. So it's uh, it's crazy to be in the spot where I'm at right now. It's, uh, it's really cool. It's almost surreal. Yeah, it? it's, yeah it's very <laughs> it's surreal. Like in my personal racing life, I've seen road racers and drag bike riders, the best motorcycle riders in the world are you guys. Right now, you and Eli Tomac, in my opinion, are the best two motorcycle riders in the world right now. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it's, it's tough to say that because I mean it's just from, from like you know Europe where they have the, the MXGP guys sure. and stuff like that. But you know in Supercross this year, me and Eli have been had really good results. So as far as the Supercross goes, I think me and him have been you know more consistently up front than um, than most of the others. But it's uh, still at the at the same time you can uh, never let up because there's always someone there on your tail to try and, you know, knock you off, but it's, um, it's, it's cool, it's cool to be at the top level of the sport, um, and it's something that, you know, for me sometimes I always feel like I try and grasp the, mo- grasp the moment, because sure. it's like, um, you never know, it goes by fast, you know, right now I'm almost my 13th year racing professionally, and it just went by like that, yeah. so it's, uh, it's really crazy, and I'm just trying to enjoy it. It's like Christmas morning, but... Yeah. 13 years of it. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about going from the, the Husky to the Kawasaki. You've probably been worn out on this. But in your just your opinion right now, uh, is the bike, in your opinion, that much better? Or is it just that it works I'll for never you, say better or worse. Ne- yeah, yeah, because that's not... Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just different, right? You know, it's a steel frame to aluminum frame. Um, you know, just different different ideals on on how they how they uh, you know make the bike work. You know, for right. supercross and everything like that. So for me, you know, I, th- I think the Husky is a good bike, and obviously it's a championship winning program because I did it. I won on that bike. Sure, obviously, yeah. And um, right now with Cowie, I've been able to win a lot of races. You know, I'm a little bit later in my career, so it's really cool to uh, be able to adapt to each brand and be able to be successful on each brand because it's kind of a tough thing to do. And it's not only is it the motorcycle, but it's also the staff and everyone you have behind you at the uh, the teams that you're at. I mean, if it wasn't for the little accident in the first moto in Dallas at the Triple Crown, you'd have won all three races, I think. Would that race have changed the outcome now? Uh, you never. You came, I don't really think of it like that way right. too much. It's kind of like woulda, coulda, shoulda. Right yeah. now, I, I feel like I've been riding like really well, and, oh and circumstances have, have happened. But you know, at the end of the day, my goal is to still pre- keep preparing myself to come in next year and just keep progressing and be better next year. You know, so that's um, it's a big deal for me. You know, to be able to 
my whole thing is coming over here is being able to make as many runs at championships as I can. Yeah. And um, Eli made it tough on me this year, but I'm gonna try and make it tough on him next year. And that's, that's, uh, You've made it tough on him this year. That's what. That's what. Um, you sure have. <laughs> makes you come back for more, you know. Right. Well, we're very proud of you in New Mexico. Thank you so much for your time. Yep. We're, we're very proud of you, and congratulations. Yep. I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it, and life is good. Yep. No problem. Thank cool, you. but I can't wait to see you win tomorrow. <laughs> And so uh, that's Jason Anderson, and you can't take – what's so amazing about this guy uh, is his level of humility. Uh, still gives back his time, comes back to Moriarty MX. As a matter of fact, he's got an event coming up uh, later this season out there, and we'll let you know. Uh, but joining the show now is Scott Welch. How you doing, man? Good morning, buddy. How's it going? That's fantastic. Thank you so much for uh, uh, catching up with Jason. Of course, you know, uh, out in Dallas, you were able to spend some time with Eli Tomac. Talk a little yep. bit about, and I, I think you're absolutely right. If we didn't have the injury at the beginning of the season, we might be in a totally different position right now. But talk about uh, the rivalry and and what you've seen between those two guys this season. Well, you know, th- th- these guys, for rivals, they get along real well. Uh, Eli was very complimentary of Jason. You know, Jason and Eli have been racing their whole life together. Yeah. You know, uh, Eli used to come down uh, from Cortez and race in Moriarty when they were on mini bikes. Mm-hmm. You know, I was even looking at a video of Eli on a PW50 <laughs> Moriarty. You know? That so they've been phenomenal. doing it a long, long time, my friend. Both those guys are 29 years old now. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's and, amazing. And Eli is the oldest. Supercross champion ever in history at 29 years old. Wow, that that is absolutely phenomenal, and and the the battle is going to keep going. I mean, it's it's nowhere near um, over. I mean, I, I think we're going to see these guys um, for years. I, I was curious, um, kind of compare and contrast the the tracks at at Dallas and maybe the facilities between Dallas and Salt Lake. Well. I it's it's really kind of strange because Salt Lake is a little more laid back and it's a small you know of course it's not near as big as Dallas, um, you know the the stadium in Dallas is just a you know it's, a, it's so massive you know and and the fans you know you know sixty thousand people inside that place here it's a little more uh, quaint if you will uh, in the uh, uh, the the college stadium here, um, and uh, it's open, obviously, completely open, and so you got the sunshine shining on you. Today it's overcast today, and it's cooled off, so it's going to be a great day. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of photographs I get, but it's just a little more laid back here, um, and uh, it's it's nice because now that I've hooked up with Jason. And his crew, his guys are super nice. And I'm going to be just hanging out with the Kawasaki factory team all day today. And so, um, you know, we get done. I'm going to grab some breakfast. And uh, I- I'm literally staying at Little America. I'm, I'm like two miles from the stadium, uh, right up the street. And, and uh, you know, I was just at Dave Kendig's shop yesterday, man, too, visiting those guys. And so it's just. It's just a little, it's, it's a little like Albuquerque, man. It's, it's kind of, <laughs> you know, 
easy to get across town and and it's just a little more laid back and since it's the final race of the season you know um there's still uh christian craig in the 250 and um uh, and, and uh, hunter lawrence are still it's come down to this race on the championship but eli's already wrapped it up and the eli did hurt his knee uh, one of the last couple of races okay. so he's um, he's not going to be racing today, but he's already won the championship. And then outdoor starts, man, and the, the whole new race season uh, starts. And uh, you know, as you know, I'll be uh, June 11th. I'll be doing the outdoor. Right. And I'm sure I'll see Jason and Eli again up there. So I'm really looking forward to it. And it's it's absolutely beautiful here in Salt Lake. And uh, crazy days, man. How did I get here? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, well, thank you so much for uh, coming on this morning and really appreciate you catching up with Jason for us. You bet, buddy. Thank you so much. And uh, uh, I've been enjoying the show this morning. You guys are doing a great job. Thanks, man. Thank you so much. That was uh, Scott Welch, and you can check him out. Scott Welch uh, Art, uh, scottwelchphoto.com. Uh, check it out. Uh, he's going to get mad at me. for i got. I got to straighten that out and figure out exactly. But just Google uh, Scott Welch Photography. Um, fantastic motorsports uh, journalist, and I just wanted to add uh, to what he was talking about um, the the uh, 2022 New Mexico State Motocross Championship um, is across several different tracks. Of course, uh, more AMX, but you got um, you got Thule, you got Aztec, um, you've got uh, let's see what other tracks they got. Um, uh, mainly those three, but now it's like a state series in addition to where the tracks were competing with each other. Uh, but we got a whole lot more coming up on the other side. Uh, we got to go back and talk about some races that are going on this weekend that you could go check out. And I want to talk a little Formula One. Formula One is in Miami. And I'm telling you, it's a party. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Hi, this is Mark Trex Jr. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Albuquerque 1017. Hi, this is Al Unser Jr. You're listening to ESPN Radio 101.7. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Wheel Estate. Here is David. All right, welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. And so let's get this straight. ScottWelchPhoto.com. And it, Welch is uh, W-E-L-C-H. And so you can check out his work there. So, um, But anyway, we, we got some local racing we've got to talk about. But first, I want to talk about um, Formula One uh, being in Miami. Um, I'm still trying to completely understand that track. Um, it's built, they basically run around the Dolphins uh, Stadium and uh, Russell right now uh, leads the practice. Uh, uh, Charles Leclerc um, still has the points lead with Ferrari, uh, but it looks like um, Mercedes is going to make up a little bit of room. Uh, right now, second in points for Stoppen. Uh, Sergio Perez, third. So Red Bull, uh, two, three. George Russell in fourth. And Lewis Hamilton, uh, fourth in points. Also, shout out last night, uh, John uh, Hunter Nemechek won at Darlington in the trucks. And last week, Pato Award uh, wins at Barber. So they're getting ready for the month of May. 
uh, in IndyCar and heading to Indianapolis Motor Speedway. But let's talk a little bit of local racing um, and, and the local statewide. Uh, down in Roswell uh, is the um, index race, 6th and 7th um, index race, cash days, event fun, and grudge racing. But going on at the clay track uh, tonight is um, May Mania a clay on the May Mania on on the clay. So tell us all about that, RJ. Yeah. So at Sandia, so yeah, at Sandia Speedway, pretty much what they have going on is the May Mania. It's a clay oval racing that's going to feature the 305 uh, wing sprints, the mini sprints, a mods, stock cars, and cruisers are all going to be out there. Where the gates going to open at 2 p.m. Take the track at 6 p.m. and pretty much a full fun day events. But then a little earlier we have going on, it's the Albuquerque Super Lap Series. So that's actually going on where it is their round two of their great events. So April 9th was the last event. Today, May 7th, is going to be round two of the ABQ Super Lap Series. And racing down in Vado tonight, uh, Spencer Hill is going to be uh, down there with a 77 uh, for SEH Motorsports and um, Grammy's Kitchen. Uh, is going to be running, but what else is going on down there? Yeah, so Votto, he he is down at Votto, so that's going to be the Mother's Day show. That's the only reason why I remember Mother's Day, Dave. I actually put it on the calendar. <laughs> I, I took me a sec to be like, oh, it's that weekend for sure. No, it's the Mother's Day weekend yeah. racing at 7.30 and the gates open at 5. With the Power Eye 360 non-wing sprints, which our buddy Spencer is going to be out there racing. Yep. With the Modified, Super Trucks, Legends, and Pure Stocks. They're all going to go out there, and they also have a special guest out there, mm. where it's going to be with Kenny Schrader. Is actually going to be out there. Sure is. It's a special guest that he's going to be wow. out there, kind of supporting some great racing. You can watch it live on watchfye.tv. And they always do a cool little promotion where the first 250 moms get a free flower from Flowerland of Las Cruces. So go out there, have a good time with the family, support mom, support some racing, go meet Kenny Schrader out there and have a fun time. So on the bright- yeah, I'm on Jacked Up on Mountain Dew! <laughs> that's, that, that's for Spencer Hill right there. But, but he wins, um, baby. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you know what, though? You mentioned uh, Kenny Schrader. Sure. Last night on the telecast for the trucks, they were wearing throwback T-shirts. Because it's throwback weekend at Darlington, oh, I love and this. and Michael Waltrip was wearing a Kenny Schrader T-shirt last night, so uh, go full circle on that. But uh, uh, got to go down to Roswell. Of course, we talked about the dragway, but now we got to go to the circle track and talk a little Alien Speedway. Sure, sure enough, Dave. No Alien, they've had such a great full month of events that they have planned out, and this one is just going to be a good old championship racing they have out there. So Saturday, May seventh, the championship racing is going to be with the USRA Modifieds, USRA Stock Cars, the Hobby Stocks, the AMS Bombers, and those Junior Cyclones are all going to be out there for great fun events out there. Racing is going to start at seven, gates going to open at five thirty. So go out and go see some Alien racing. Well, about an hour and 15 minutes, you could shoot over to Grants and check out uh, Uranium Capital. What's going on there? Yeah, so Uranium, they have a ton of great events that they have lined up. Their season was one of the later ones that did start. So today is actually going to be their event where it's going to be their weekly racing, where they have the A-Mods, Hobby Stocks, Streetcars, and X-Mods are all going to be out there at the Uranium Speedway. Theirs is going to be from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., so good full event, and go have some great fun where actually next weekend they're going to have a different one, and then some two-day shows are going to be starting at the end of May. So Moriarty MX is also running this weekend. Sure are, Dave. No, we always try to keep it local, and especially on two wheels. We just had our buddy Scott Welsh talk about 
the fun stuff that's around the country. But Moriarty MX is going to be this weekend. It's the Lucky 13 Race Series Round 5, where it's the New Mexico State Motocross Championship. So this is a full-on event. They've had a few weeks to kind of prep and get a lot of events coming out here. So go out, have a great time at Moriarty MX, and see the New Mexico State Championship. Yeah, so you got to wait a couple of weeks for some road racing uh, with Southwest Motorsports. Uh, What can you tell us about that? Yeah, so their next planned event is really going to be, so it's May 21st and 22nd, which isn't too long at at all, but it's racing on the Rio. So they're actually going to take over Sandia Speedway that weekend and have a great time with the Southwest Motorsports. Yeah. Did you say you had another car show? That uh, you didn't get to? Well, just, I mean, there's one I couldn't even fit on the count. I'm on like three pages on this count. I know. So that's, I'm, I'm I'm like, that's why I was like, I was going to just throw it to you if you can knock it out. Uh, so the real, I mean, I, I didn't even type it up, Dave, so I'm trying to remember <laughs> off the top of my head. But there's some cool ones going on where uh, I know Sandia's going to have a cool events out there. There's yep. going to be some that are all around New Mexico. And more cruises are going to be on, especially this time of year. So another shout-out to the Sparky Memorial, that derby we're going to watch. And I... I mean, I want to see a little closer to my neck of the wood. I want to see the Demolition Derby, and that's what I want to talk about. And that's what, I mean, these events where they're going to have a few kind of different categories, you're going to have some fun events here on the Unser Racing Museum event calendar. Awesome. So uh, World of Outlaws going on today at Dairyland uh, Showdown, Mississippi Thunder Speedway. In Wisconsin. Uh, in Wisconsin. Well, why is it called the Mississippi Thunder in I Wisconsin? I looked up three different places to make sure it is <laughs> the Mississippi Speedway, which like, okay, great, in Wisconsin. Hey, so I just noticed that uh, MotoGP is not on here. Is that is that because of all the crazy names? I mean, because at least Mississippi, um, even though it's in Wisconsin, we could get that right. But I, I know all those uh, you know pronunciations. As a matter of fact, okay, let's go. Formula E next weekend, Berlin, uh, Berlin E uh, E Prix round seven and eight at what is that Tempelhof mm-hmm. Airport? Yes, Did I yes. get it? Which so, is one of the biggest races they have out there in Germany. So that's that's phenomenal. Of course, we we mentioned the uh, Miami GP uh, on the fourteenth, the uh, GMR Grand Prix at the uh, Indy Indy Motor Speedway. Um, NHRA next weekend at uh, uh, what Virginia for is for lovers. Uh, so Virginia Motorsports Park, um, and that's the NHRA Nationals there. That's next weekend. You can check out that. The next Camping World race uh, is in Kansas Speedway next weekend. But going on this afternoon, the Xfinity Series race at Darlington. Of course, that's referred to as the Lady in Black. And watching the truck race last night, I, I actually kind of figured out, because I was thinking, well, I mean, Darlington, I mean, what's the big thing about Darlington? Um, but it, there is a slight misconfiguration i guess you'd say the the wall kind of jets out um they're coming out of turn four and so it's a little tricky but the other thing is that track is so wicked fast i mean it's it's amazing there is a bump uh on the track as well that unsettles cars and so uh the xfinity race has been i think been a better series uh this year than nascar and so i I don't want to lose my nascar hard card over it or anything but it's pretty amazing but NASCAR, of course, at the Lady in Black um, on Sunday. Um, so on Mother's Day, that's shocking. They're racing on Easter and Mother's Day. Um, and I, I will tell you, they, they were showing a shot of the fans in Miami. And there was a lot of ladies in the stand. And there was a lot of ladies getting super excited. So uh, maybe maybe your mom wants to go to the track tonight. 
Hey, and you the know? way with Miami, you know, kind of playing out. There's gonna be there's gonna be some uh, sideshow events. I even have pictures with all the celebrities out there. I have one with uh, Patrick Mahomes, Serena Williams, and Heck then, yeah. uh, David Beckham. They're all gonna be out there. Miami comes to support. So this one. There's a lot of hype around it, but I think it's going to be one of the better races that America's going to see. Like, hey, it is a festival to come out and watch some Formula One. Man, that uh, uh, that GM over at the Chiefs, I mean, he's that's a full, whole new roster, man. I mean, uh, people out. I mean, you're Taren, uh, Taren Matthew is probably one of the, the favorite players in all of the NFL gone. So uh, that's going to be uh, that's going to be pretty cool. You can hear all about that. You know, all the rest of the week here on ESPN Radio, this is all about uh, motorsports and racing. So I do. Sure is. So I just want to remind everybody out there, help us out. Let us know what's going on. I mean, you know, hit us up on on Facebook at uh, at NM Motorsports Report. Uh, you can email me at uh, NM Motorsports Report at gmail dot com. And of course, you can reach out to RJ man and just uh, reach out. And let us know what's all going on because uh, next week we'll have a, a whole new show. And and who knows what craziness we might get into. But uh, RJ, want to thank you for all your hard work. Uh, Dan behind the glass, want to thank you for all the editing. Uh, uh, we had a lot for you to edit this morning, so it's all good. And and keep those uh, keep those uh, uh, liners and and you know little little things coming in. Man, that man. shots fired at Scott saying I had a lot of editing to do this morning. Come on, <laughs> no, Dan the man, all good. No, that wasn't a shot at Scott. Anyway, we're we don't have any more time. We've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Thank you for listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Your Wood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Join us daily at nmmotorsportsreport.com and become part of the community. Tune in next week where your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are in